Hi, everybody, and we are back with another live interview here at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion at the NAB Show 2017. And I have the fabulous Neil Kuznets, who is... Um, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Okay, I always watch the last name. Um, Neil's going to join us on our panel in about 20 minutes, um, but I wanted to get some time with him to share the interesting world that you're in right now, which is that convergence of retail, content, and tech. And so you've been a retail e-com expert for many years, more on the traditional side, and now you're at a company that has launched the Convergence Lab, which is a partnership with Caltech and also the Art Center in Pasadena, which is a very famous university um, in California. So tell us about what you're doing, because the Convergence Lab is so fascinating, especially with your background. Uh, Thank you. Um, Yeah, it's a very interesting time. It's actually a very compelling time, and in the world of retail, um, it's one of the most pivotal times in the history of retail. And what you're talking about is the convergence of these massive ecosystems of technology, media, and retail. And they're dysfunctionally colliding. And it's a very challenging situation where um, what comes with it is more of a cultural shock. I think it's more of a tech cultural shock that a lot of retailers and most retailers speak retail and some finance and not really enough technology. But it's not really that in the end because they refer to a CTO or head of digital it's a leadership thing where you really need to be able to speak all these languages. And that's probably the most interesting part right now where everyone's kind of vying for what are the right tools, do I have the right ERP, PLMs, and am I set up with the right systems? And most of these legacy systems that these larger retailers have are just not agile enough for where the future's going. So it's a challenge. So um, I had gone to Shop Talk, and the big talk there was the role of content for retailers. And I know a lot of what you're doing is consulting with these major brands and helping them figure out what to do with content. So what do you think a content strategy for a retailer should be? Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the crux of it. Yeah. Um, in, in the end, and it's so interesting because 80 plus percent of everything we're, we're literally doing on our smart devices is watching video. It's content. And uh, in the world of retail, that's where this convergence really leads. It's about SVOD, and it's about distilling the proper storytelling and narrative of these brands. And the attempt is to try and do this in an omni-channel, which means, you know, in your physical brick-and-mortar stores, in your wholesale channel, in your e-commerce channel, your catalogs, everything that you have. So online, offline, basically, in-store, on the Internet, on your phone, whatever device a consumer is interacting with your brand, the content has to go across all of those, which is really ultimately what omni-channel means for those of us who... You know, we, we live in buzzword land, but, uh, but omni-channel is really how does a retailer communicate across all those channels? 100%. And, that's, uh, and it's a pleasure being here at NAB because at the end of the day, uh, there's so much content. There's so much messaging. And the reality is what is considered good content, if not great? And that's what these brands and these stores need to articulate. And that takes a specific skill set or skill sets. Right, right. I, um, sorry, uh, um, I was texting with yet another panelist. <laughs> I was betraying you, Neil, for a moment. Um, so the fascinating thing for me, too, is the last couple of days, we've talked to quite a few people who are uh, partnering with IBM Watson, 
and have AI as, as a real important piece of their storytelling with whatever they're doing to reach consumers. And AI was a big topic at Shop Talk about how chatbots and marketing channels and inventory flow and all of these different things now for retailers are being managed by AI. Is that something that you're also hearing and advising clients towards? Very much so. It's, uh, it's all about AI, but it's machine learning. Um, every retailer wants to know what their customer is doing and where they're going. And all these new platforms are affording that. And there's a whole behavioral aspect for people to kind of opt in to let everyone know who they are and what they're doing and where they're going. There's so much information, there's so much granular information that the retailer, unlike let's say banking, you know, they don't have the tools yet and they're getting them. But there's some real fascinating things that we've been looking at. Um, some of them are really in the form, it's definitely machine learning, but it's also in the form of predictive analytics. Once you have the information, and once you understand it and you see the behavioral aspects of your customers as a whole, even as an individual, what do they want next? So you're using AI to predict the future behaviors of your clients so that you can better come up with the right products and serve them better yeah. and grow the relationship. Yeah, and there's a number of tools that are actually working that, that actually show an ROE, return on engagement and ROI. And there's a ton of Return tool. on engagement. Yes. I like that. Yes. <laughs> R-O-E. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first here from Neil at the Advanced Advertising yeah. Pavilion. R-O-E. <laughs> yes, R-O-E. And that's um, it's a great word. It's a great set of words because um, folks in retail and in general businesses want engagement. But how do you actually convert to sales? Where do I place my next investment? How do I actually articulate my brand as best I can and be effective in spending money to talk my message, talk the brand, talk the products? How do you make them to buy? That's the whole distillation now of what content is going to help do. It tells the story. It creates transparency. And it creates a world of also easing the world of I'm being sold. Mm -hmm. And now it becomes a world of I'm now educated and I think one, one thing that I think is really a great comment is we like to out-educate and out-sell. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Now, you have created the Convergence Lab with both Caltech and um, uh, the, uh, the Art Center. Yeah. So you have a technology university and you have a creative university. And how are you working with them and why? Like, what's the goal of the Convergence Lab? Well, the goal of the Convergence Lab, um, well, from the retail end of things, for sure, which is, which is my sector, mm -hmm. is really about isolating the best technologies that we can help commercialize and bring to market. It's also really an R&D lens for looking at everything, and it's R&D. But it's taking really the best um, engineers and data scientists in the world and marrying it with the best storytellers of, of Hollywood, let's say. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. So tech and art again, which is, again, a, the a theme. We, we talked to a lot of VR and AR folks over the last couple of days, and that, that came up a lot for them. And can you give me an example of, like, a client engagement? Like, a, a major retailer comes to you and says, I need help with... Okay, so one that I'm working with now is a um, major beauty uh, company. Um, what do they rhyme with? Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it Oriel <laughs> or Abilene? <laughs> and, um, and, and basically, there's, there's a need and speed to get these tools in place for brick and mortar, for e-commerce, and to really understand the way forward. It's really the beginning phases of where retail is going to start to convert into what will be considered the most successful tools. 
And again, um, these are pilots and these are actual tools that are, that are working that a lot of folks really don't know about yet. Right, right, right. So it's, it, they're coming to you probably for a variety of strategies in these different yes. areas. All, who do, what retailer do you think is doing it best right now with content? Uh, well, Amazon, certainly. Um, I think everyone talks to Amazon. Um, and I, I, you know, it's interesting. I spoke with a, a competitor of theirs recently, um, large, large retailer. Um, they are on the verge of actually breaking into more content and having the ability to distill not just their story, but all the brands that they're selling. Um, another one I have to say is, you know, I'll just call it out Nordstrom. I think Nordstrom is on the verge of actually really converting um, into one of the best, better retailers in the market that have a handle on their e-commerce. As, you know, brick-and-mortar businesses are on the decline, they are adopting many different tools, and I can see uh, clearly that they're going to be adopting uh, great tools for uh, content and uh, conversion. Yeah, and I, I did hear a little bit of someone from Amazon uh, talking at Shop Talk, and he talked a lot about local merchandisers and the tools that he was giving to local folks, almost competing with like an Etsy um, and an eBay, where people are establishing their own sort of sales channels. So now Amazon all of a sudden is becoming a local marketing tool. I yeah. mean, what the hell, man? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting. They, they're, they're going macro, they're going micro, but they're taking more of that, you know, regional, local space, and they're kind of colonizing the ability to really communicate effectively with, with local interaction and transaction. Which, in, which is becoming a trend anyway. Like, people are starting to, while we're getting more global, people are actually zoning in more locally. They want local products. They want to buy fresh food again. They... You know, everyone's kind of zoning in. So it's, it's interesting. I got an email from them as a consultant in media marketing um, to, do you want to have a store on Amazon? And I'm like, what would I sell? My brain? Like, <laughs> but I was like, so it's interesting. So brain sells for sale. Yeah, so they're just, they're, I don't know where they're getting their emails and database from. So they were a little off with me. But I thought it was interesting that they're just reaching out to anyone in their database to see if they want to build a shop. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting world because um, when you look at local, it's about relationships. And people are people. They, they, right. they thrive from the relationships and the interactions, and they like to patronize their local um, you know, stores and vendors. And, and it's interesting. It's about service. That's what it really tra translates to. So you look at even at Amazon Stats and Amazon Prime. In the last two years, they've doubled their Prime membership. Yeah. So it works. They know how to communicate. They're right. really good at creating service yeah, and trust. I, to I totally agree with you. I mean, it's so funny because most of my mom friends, most of our shopping these days is all through Amazon. And I get mad when it's not there the next day. Like now they've kind of ruined me because if I go on to any other e-retailer and it's not in my house in two days, then I'm like, what, what the hell is wrong with you? Like if I have to wait a week now, that's cray cray. So they spoiled all of us. Yes. Like, you know, so now you have to figure that out. Expectations are very high. Um, this immediate world and quick access at our fingertips um, really creates a challenge. Um, you know, you have, you know, smart devices are um, dopamine machines. Yeah. 
Oh, what an interesting... Ex- yes. Yeah. I, and it's interesting if you can get into the dopamine Neil, Neil business. Neil has a crazy way of expressing himself. <laughs> yeah. Our, you've heard it here again. Dopamine <laughs> as a marketing channel. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what that really does is high level... Are you recommending amphetamines? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Possibly. But I think if you can get into the dopamine market, you do very well. Um, so but, it's about stimulating yeah. the consumer. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole thing that's, you know, it's very limbic what people want and feel. Mm-hmm. And um, they want immediate satisfaction now and there's a lot of high expectations yeah so, i think that's true in human relationships too absolutely you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amazon has ruined my human relationships yeah. <laughs> yeah i expect you to come over right now not in two days <laughs> so what do you think is coming down the pike in the next six months like what tech platforms are you going to be looking at to bring to your clients yeah, I mean, so there's a number of things. Um, there's one that I can talk to that I, I, th- I find really fascinating. Um, it's, it's actually an entertainment uh, algorithm and tool that I'm trying to figure out because it, it measures very accurately movies and television and basically getting social media feedback on the qualitative and quantitative analysis of it all. So what, what occurred to me, and, I, and I'm going down this path now, is that in retail, it's the same thing because it is going to be content. Yeah. It's yeah. all content. Yeah. yeah. So instead of having an entertainment analyst do the qualitative, you need a retail analyst to talk about products, to talk about the positioning, how it looks, the transparency, what it's made of, how many colors it comes in, all these things that you need to understand. So those tools are going to be under, you know, behind the curtain. Right. All those things are needed. So you can really understand product development. If you want to test something, you're piloting. And more importantly, how do you want to merchandise your products moving forward? So you're almost looking at, yesterday we also talked with someone about how the CMO and the CTO are becoming one role. So now you're talking about major retailers becoming, you know, data analytics experts as well as content creators. Yeah, it's true. I think the one key thing to really talk to is that retailers need to be merchants. That's who they are. And, you know, being a merchant is, um, it's a skill set unto itself. Yeah. You know products, you know how to present it, you know how to price it. And dealing with the public is a whole thing. It's it's another audience. It's just a different format. You know, I like the public right now, but tomorrow I may not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Depends on the day and the minute. Right, right. But you're right. You do have to have that that attitude, even with all these digital channels. Yeah, you do. I I, I think that um, that's the part that um, is going to be really coming into focus. Um, And... Again, there's multiple silver bullets that need to be applied, and there's many spokes on the wheel for the future of retail, and it's unfolding now. But it is fascinating because it's all kind of there. It just has to be created in different derivative forms on these platforms. And, again, the challenge will be um, a lot of these new, again, the ERP world and the PLM world and just all these old legacy systems is going to be a very painful process. To move over to the more modern systems. Yeah. Well, we've been talking to Neil Kuznets. Kuznets. If if it was Schwartz, (laughs) I could say it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Hard to say, but you'll remember it. I'll remember. That's right. Neil's going to join us for the panel in about 10 minutes. But Neil really breaking down the future of retail with the Convergence Lab. And we're looking forward to hearing more from him here at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion, NAB Show 2017. Come back and join us. We're, We're broadcasting live. Thanks, everybody. 